Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, how are you today? Good morning. And, great uh, to see you. Good to see you. We've had a, uh, uh, a great time uh, as we're moving through, uh, you know, God's will and uh, uh, expressing God's will. Uh, and uh, you, you just, I know last weekend you did a retreat and yes, uh, we did a retreat. Uh, not too far from each other, not not the same, but we were... <laughs> we were probably only half an hour away from each other yeah, at that point, because we, we, we were, were up in the mountains as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. weekend, too. Uh, it was beautiful. And so we had a good time uh, doing that. But um, it's always exciting uh, to receive God's will mm -hmm. and then have others be led into God's will uh, as we're participating in that, you know, right. so it's, uh, uh, it's quite an amazing time. We had a, uh, we just did two retreats, uh, one abiding, uh, same thing where mm -hmm. people are learning uh, this for the first time, but they really hear from God and then get launched into where God would speak to them, uh, always out of encouragement and, and hope. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, here's what I want to give you with my, uh, uh covenant life. Uh, and then the second one we did was a group that's already already been together, uh, and we're our topic was overcoming adversity. Mm, that's a great one. So uh, as we all understand, in the world you're going to have trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so it's not it's not that there was a lack of uh, adversity of of anybody. It was rather well, okay, we have them, uh, and we'd like to understand what it means to walk into them. And it and it was fun over the weekend. Uh, that as we're, you know, we're going through the word and we're processing the word, but, but it became very specific. Uh, mm, that's great to them in terms of, so, uh, you know, as they process with their spouses and then we got the chance to help process some, uh, it was really fun to see, uh, where they're struggling mm -hmm. and they start to say, okay, father, what do you have to say about this? Uh, and they start to hear a few things, and then it's like, oh, oh, okay, this is what you're where you're headed. This is what you say about it, um, and you could tell the um, the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are people that are abiding, and they're learning. They're learning how to walk with God. But even the the deeper level of understanding God's will uh, that there it releases you. Uh, it mm -hmm. gives you the hope, the encouragement. Oh, okay. God says, and I can hardly wait to see. How, we had actually one person who was going through an interesting uh, struggle, uh, and she was heavily burdened by it. Uh, mm -hmm. And we, and we actually, uh, she shared it openly with the with the group. So we uh, we said, okay, let's let's go ahead and deal with this. Uh, and she became she became the. She said, uh, you know, at the end of it, she bowed, you know, said, I'm glad you all enjoyed me becoming the example for you. <laughs> uh, uh, but she shared. And, and so we, mm -hmm. we just said, okay, uh, what do you got to say? And here's truth. And, and as she literally walked through it herself mm -hmm. and shared and reacted, uh, she came to, oh, I can hardly wait to see how God's going to resolve this after his speaking it. And it flipped from the burden. Yes. To, oh, oh, that's, that's what he's saying. That's what he's up to. I can hardly wait now to see what mm -hmm. God has to do to resolve that. Um, and uh, we are in the middle of following God's will mm -hmm. and processing God's will at that place. And then somebody else gets to receive it. Uh, and that's the beauty of the community uh, is right. we got to share it. And I know you had, uh, you know, without going into into much detail, you had a whole process of that with people that came really heavy hearted uh, in your abiding yeah. retreat. It was it was absolutely fascinating um, what God drew together. And again, I'm not sharing too many details on this, but 
um, he perfectly orchestrated an intersection of people and experiences that truly he wanted to use to minister to each other, to bring healing as he showed them all that he would speak to it. And when we left the lightness, the heaviness of what was spoken, and then the lightness of how they left joy filled and truly, you know, one of, you should see my text string exploding all day long today with these, you know, people who were strangers to each other now all, you know, in this group chat, texting back and forth about the excitement they're feeling because they now realize that the, the general takeaway is we were just put on the beginning of a journey to healing and they cannot wait to see what God is going to do. Yeah, yeah. And so the healing that was begun and the, the joy um, and many of them very, very well-versed in Bible knowledge, even a couple of people who had gone to seminary and everything else yet for the first time ever, they realized that the God of the universe wants to speak to them personally and to their situation and to bring healing and to bring instruction and the joy and the hope that is filled in their hearts right now is absolutely amazing. And then, and it's contagious. They can't wait to share that with other people. It's a beautiful thing. Right. And, um, and on top of that, uh, and, and this is, again, I'm trying to describe this is that, you know, we're there purposely to, to give it away and lead people into that, into mm-hmm. those truths, which is through the word. We're just what we call sheepdogs. So it's yeah. nothing unique we to us. We just get them back to his word. <laughs> we just get them back to the word. But uh, in that, we are going through the same thing. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is this, that God gives instruction mm-hmm. and uh, uh, understanding of here's what I'm up to. Here's how I want you to do this. Right. Here's how I want you to react to this and lead them to this. Uh, and you particularly, as you were going into the retreat, uh, you said God spoke to you and you, he gave you a drink. Uh, now, don't, mm-hmm. don't talk about the details of that, but talk about what did, that, what did that look like for you to understand, oh, I understand something. Here's my instruction right. for what I'm right. about ready to be part of. Yeah. So he, he did, I won't go into the details of the dream, but he did give me a dream ahead of time. And there were faces of people who were in the retreat. And so I was very clear that this is what it was about. And, um, and then I woke up and I wrote that out and I'm like, okay, God, what is it you really want me to know? And he, he you know, revealed to me, he's like, there's a whole lot more going on at this retreat than meets, than meets the eye and the fear that I need to pull back. There's, there's a level of fear that people are afraid of what it is to hear my voice and, and afraid of the power of the Holy spirit, because it's a lot of, in a lot of ways, it hasn't been taught to them and it's new and it sounds scary to them. And, and I want to reveal myself to them. I want to overcome this fear and speak to them. And in that he also, um, had prior to the dream actually had spoken a phrase to me that was essentially, um, the heaviness that's in the room. Don't try to, console or, or fix or solve, just listen well, shower with compassion and my love and bring them to my feet and watch me do it. And, and so that actually was a powerful place in the middle of some of the things that were shared um, in this particular retreat to know I'm really not even supposed to justify it. I'm just supposed to get this back to him and watch him heal and move and speak. And, um, almost, almost, you know, get out of the way and just love with my love, you know, yeah, <laughs> it was and, a beautiful uh, thing. And that sets the stage. See, for, um, I'm going to tell you my direction, my mm-hmm. instruction, I'll fill it out more. Mm-hmm. And you talked about this really last time about, um, I'm about ready to do some things. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you learn that, he says, you know, Hey honey, understand this piece of it mm-hmm. uh, and you and you could have said well yeah what are you talking about I need to know he said uh, I'll let you know <laughs> right uh, just pay attention and you'll mm-hmm. see it you'll understand it but I'm giving you an instruction because your tendency will be to jump in right uh, and, I, and, and he did not and, want me to in this case I do not want you jumping in at all mm-hmm. uh, let it let it go where I'm gonna take it okay so that's the instruction mm-hmm. when I was talking about this lady who shared this story um, well, in, in our retreats, people share a lot of stories, right? Um, and they're interesting and they're important and that's good. Um, when she was sharing, God said, um, 
I'd like you to pay attention to this and use this mm. by processing real stuff at the moment with her. She's got a heart to do this. And by the way, mm -hmm. we're all going to learn from it. Right. So, so you, you go ahead and go there and, and start to process this specific thing in light of what, what the word says. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Got it. Um, and again, uh, it's not like I'm going to show with you everything's going to happen. Just go. Mm -hmm. uh, and you'll see. You'll see what I'm up to. Uh, and that's how God's will works. Uh, mm -hmm. is it's uh, pay attention, walk this way, I'll show you more, trust me, I'm leading you to my best. And, and, and as you're, you're describing, as I'm describing, we're being led to God's work, what mm -hmm. God is up to. See, it's not about what, what the focus isn't on me at all. It's right. on, I get to join him in his work and he needs us because we're the visible expression of the invisible God. Mm -hmm. that's going to be carried out in real stuff through us as he so leads for him to mm -hmm. do his work. So it's, it's really uh, remarkable. Uh, and uh, you got such to a privilege, right? You, yeah. You got to experience it. And I got to experience it mm -hmm. and, and we rejoice. Well, let's look at, uh, as we're looking at this, trying to illustrate it, um, that uh, we can go through uh, a little bit of the story of Joshua uh, and the context here is that um, way back, this is, starts 40 years later, uh, that God had told the Israelites after crossing the Red Sea, um, let's go to the promised land. I will deliver it to you. Uh, mm -hmm. And by the way, this falls in line with what you read last time about Deuteronomy 28, because those, those are really mm -hmm. the, the details of the promise that God gave him about the promised land was if you hear my voice and follow me, the mm -hmm. blessings will overtake you. Will overtake you. I love that picture. Um, and it's, it's, come, it's come with me and, and trust it. Well, the Israelites, uh, it, they cross the Red Sea. God says, I'm going to bless you with these blessings that are going to overtake you. And they basically said, we're not going. Mm -hmm. We're not willing to go because we believe this is going to harm us and it's too difficult for us. And I'm not even willing to be made willing. I'm just not going. Mm -hmm. uh, and they sent the 10 spies out. Uh, and so they tend to send the 10 spies out. 10 of them come back and say, they're too big. Uh, there's no way we can defeat them. Uh, we shouldn't go. Let's not go. But Joshua and Caleb said, what they said is exactly right. Yep. But God. Mm -hmm. But God said. Uh, faith. Uh, by the way, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3, describes that. By, by them reporting that, it's called the good report. God, they mm -hmm. gave a good report. Well, But God said, let's go. We want to go. We're willing to go. And they believed go. what God said, regardless of what the circumstances looked we like. We firmly believe, and we're ready to go. And uh, God said, well, because the two million don't, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to go right now because they're not, I, they could not enter the promised land because of their refusal to be persuaded that what God had to say was true. God says, I can't deliver to them the promised land only because they don't have a heart to go. Now I know, mm -hmm. I know Joshua and Caleb, you're caught up in that wait 40, 40 years. Um, and, and you'll have a chance to go. Uh, mm -hmm. and by the way, this is a, a, by the way, read this in Exodus. Uh, cause my question looking at it from my perspective is if I, if I'm going to be in a place basically stuck for 40 years, mm -hmm. you know, my viewpoint is, man, this is going to be awful. Um, mm -hmm. and there's a, by the way, in Exodus, it says every day, Joshua and Caleb went to the tent of meeting. They abided with God. So they got to meet with so him every God, day in God, the midst of that. God was still. expressing himself and encouraging them and giving them truth mm -hmm. while they're waiting. So they still had the joy of being with God, which is, which is beautiful. Right. Okay, so here we come to Joshua. Uh, and you'll, we'll read it here, uh, what it even says about Moses. And the, the mantle of leadership is now being handed over to Joshua. Okay. Uh, and he is at a place where he's got to learn receive and understand what you and I have been talking about is well, God's going to speak. And then I'm going to ask you to follow me. 
mm-hmm. and be obedient to me. So let's read, let's go ahead and read that Joshua uh, 1, uh, 1 to 9. Sure. Uh, and he describes it, uh, uh, what this is all about. Okay. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given to you, just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. Yeah. Uh, So a beautiful uh, story. And he starts out with and says, uh, Moses is dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, he's saying the past is past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is beautiful for all of us. Uh, we actually talked about this in our retreat on adversity. Uh, is that it really doesn't matter what has happened up to this point. Mm-hmm. When God said, here's my promise to you now. Let's go forget the past. Paul says it really clearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one thing I've learned is to forget the past and press on to the high calling of Christ Jesus. No matter what the issue is or the question is, God says, I'm going to show you what I would like to give you and deliver to you now. And that's why Mm -hmm. he says, don't focus on what happened over the last 40 years. Don't focus or say that, well, I, yeah, but Moses isn't here. Mm -hmm. He says, no, I'm going to talk to you, son. Uh, let's go. Are you willing to go? Uh, Moses is dead. And he says, uh, I am going to deliver to you the promised land, the land of promises, the, the thing mm-hmm. that I now speak now. And everywhere that I take you, uh, let me tell you something. It's yours. And nobody will be able to do what? Take it from you. Take it from you and defeat you. You'll defeat them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver them. Uh, so I'm giving you that promise. Okay, and this will, this will be important as we start to understand this. Uh, this is my promise. I'm giving you the promised mm-hmm. land. Uh, then he says, be strong and courageous. Right. In fact, he says that like three different times. Yes, yeah. So uh, there's some significant, some significance to those words. And then he defines it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you, as you saw that, when God says be strong and courageous about mm-hmm. what? Courageous about, about being careful to do all the law that Moses commanded and not turning to either side, you yeah. know, to stay with, fix your eyes on Jesus, do what he says. <laughs> and meditate what? Mm-hmm. On his word. On my word, meditate on my mm-hmm. word. So your courage, he says, actually your strength and your courage is to listen mm-hmm. and follow. Right. Listen and follow. Uh, wow. I'll speak to you. Uh, get into the word. Uh, I'm going to make the lo- uh, word real to you. I'm going to speak, take mm-hmm. logos Bible and make it rhema to you. I'm going to speak what I, what I have to understand mm-hmm. about your circumstance right now and apply my truths to you. Be strong and courageous is don't be like what the Israelites did mm-hmm. the last 40 years. They said, we are unwilling right. to meditate and follow what you have to say. We're, we're out. He said, why? Well, because they had no strength. They had no courage to do what? Well, <laughs> to, mm. to find out more what I, what I would say about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never said, 
Yeah, we're scared. But could you help us understand how this is going to work? Um, mm -hmm. We would like to go. Uh, and you and I have talked about this before. I believe, help my unbelief. Right. Uh, I'm kind of there and not fully there. So help, my, help the piece that I'm not there yet. But these guys said, we're not, we're not uh, going to go at all. There's no strength. There's no courage to do what? To follow God. Mm -hmm. Joshua, follow me. Uh, have strength in your heart. Have courage in your heart that despite whatever things happen or the, or the mm -hmm. things you face, I will, my word. <laughs> I'm going to deliver to you. And it's very significant to follow mm -hmm. my instruction, mm -hmm. to follow my instruction. Okay. So let me try to phrase it uh, and put it in, in context so we can look at how does this apply to us? Well, God said, I'm going to take you to the promised land. Uh, they already okay. know. Remember, they've already spied him out. Well, they know that the, right. there's an enemy there. And this enemy has never been defeated. Mm -hmm. They're really strong. Um, and they, they are, are in all the cities uh, that they're, we're going into. Um, and God said, we, and God, Joshua could say, I heard you say right. that you're going to deliver that and give me the promised land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of times that's where people stop. Mm -hmm. And they say this, they, and they pray what I call uh, generic general prayers. Okay, God, uh, the, I, we have this issue. We have this thing in front of us. You said you'll take care of it. Let me know when you do. Let me know when you do. <laughs> Go take care of it and let me know when you do. And we got into a, quite a discussion, actually, when we were in, in the adversity to study about uh, things like healing, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of fuzzy to most people. Uh, and uh, they tend to go to what I call resignation on it. Well, whatever happens, happens. Right. Um, I guess it wasn't God's will to heal them. So I guess that's it. Or maybe, hey, we got to see a couple things. Um, but the we were talking about how do you approach that? And people said, right. well, I just pray God heal them. Mm-hmm. And I never go any further with that. And by the way, I don't necessarily expect that that will happen. Mm. But I pray it. Well, God, I know you're a God of healing. God, heal him. Let me know if you do. And if you don't, I guess it wasn't your will. Uh, right. And that's what Joshua could have said is, okay, great. I'm glad you gave me that promise. Take care of it. When you mm -hmm. get it all taken care of, you know, let me know. Well, he says, no. The courage is to do what? Keep, follow my instruction. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm using you to move into the promised land because not- Which is a process. It's a process. That's not just a one something. It's a process. It's a process. I will, I'm going to deliver it to you. You have to follow me into that. Mm -hmm. We will experience things. I'll give you instruction. And then you have to possess the promise. Mm -hmm. How? Step by step by step. So that Joshua could have said, again, great, go, go eliminate the enemy in all those cities. Let me know when it's free, mm -hmm. and then I'll come in. No, you're going to have to occupy it, uh, possess it, what, step by step by step. Mm -hmm. What does that take? Courage. Mm -hmm. To do what? Trust God. What, right. I, what I say, I'm going to deliver, but I'm going to give you instruction as to, as to how that works. Um, okay. So he sets up, he sets up uh, the, the strength of saying, here's the premise of how it works. Okay, go to uh, 1, 16 to 18. Now, this is where Joshua has said to the nation, okay, now there's another approximately 2 million people. None of them um, crossed the Red Sea. Mm -hmm. Everybody that crossed the Red Sea is dead. Right. Uh, they died outside of God's will. They never made it to the promised land. Uh, and God said, you couldn't enter because you didn't have a heart to go. I can't, I, my promise is there. Mm -hmm. and, and what I say, it's, it's promised, uh, but it's not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, it takes you to follow into that promise. And if you don't have a heart to go, I give you the promise, but it's not guaranteed. Uh, right. Do you have a heart to go? So he says to the other 2 million that now are all born. They've never crossed the Red Sea. They haven't seen 
the uh, Jordan open up and or the uh, Red Sea open up or any of that. Uh, and so he, Joshua says, God says, let's go across the Jordan and he'll, he'll guide us into what he's going to deliver. That's what Joshua says. Okay, let's see how the people respond to that. Go to John, or Joshua 1, 16 to 18. And they answered Joshua, all that you have commanded us to do, all that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think they understood something. Be strong and courageous. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Joshua said, uh, the Lord has said... In order for us to go, we are going to have to be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. uh, by what? Be willing to follow. And they said, wherever you send us, we'll go. However you tell us to do, we'll do. Yep. We're, we're in. We're going to be strong and courageous. We're going to be strong <laughs> and courageous. Um, now, remember, they don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. um, they don't. All they know is the wilderness, and it's been you know a burden. But God said, let's go. And they said, we will go wherever you t send us, how, whatever mm -hmm. you tell us to do. Joshua just told us that we're supposed to be strong and courageous to do what? Follow your instructions. Mm -hmm. So we got to hear it. We got to receive it. And we'll go follow everything you do. And, include, and what we know is that if anybody in this camp doesn't have a heart for that, we actually need to separate from them right now. Because uh, they're going to keep us from preventing it, which is what happened Joshua and Caleb. So uh, we're in. Let's go. Um, and we will, we will follow. So there's the essence of what it means to say, uh, I'm in. Uh, let's go. Uh, now, again, and go, going back to all, all at the moment they've heard is what? The promise. Mm -hmm. There's no instruction yet. No instruction yet. Right. But they said... We know we're going to get it, and we're going to follow it. And they didn't say, well, tell us all the instruction first, and then we'll decide if we want to do it. No. Right. You said to be strong and courageous, and this is part of the strong and courageous. I'm going to give you instruction step by step by step. Mm -hmm. As you start down this path, don't stop. Don't go back. Just follow me. Keep following me. Be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. Because why? I'm giving you what I spoke. I'm giving you the promise. I am going to deliver that. Mm -hmm. uh, and they also didn't say, well, Joshua, wouldn't it be easier if we just sat here and prayed that God do all that stuff and then let us know we would like it to be done that way? Mm -hmm. And God says, well, that, that's not going to work. You're going to have to be strong and courageous to follow me with specific instruction. Uh, okay, now let's go to this next story, which is really cool. Uh, it's Joshua 5. They've, what they've done, by the way, is uh, cross the Jordan, mm -hmm. which they had to do miraculously. And this is a little bit of your story about tithing. Mm. We're going to cross the Jordan and go enter in. <laughs> and they say, uh, the Jordan is, uh, <laughs> is higher than us. How are we going to do that? Right. We don't. We, we so don't they have, had to take a step. We don't have the ability to, to do that. He says, uh, send the Ark of the Covenant ahead of you. Send the priest ahead of you. As they go in, in faith, you'll see something happen. That's kind of what he told you. If you, if you trust mm -hmm. me, I, I'm not going to tell you everything about it. If you trust me right. and just take that first step, you'll see something happen. And that's what he, right. he said to him. Uh, Trust me, and you're in order to get across the Jordan. And Joshua and Caleb can tell you, uh, I've done this before. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, take the step, okay? All right, and they take the step. It parts it parts just like the Red Sea. Walk mm -hmm. across. Uh, they they set up. Uh, hey, this is wonderful. They cross and they get across. Uh, two things happen right away before we come to the story. Uh, one, during the uh, time in the wilderness, they'd stopped doing the circumcision. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Do you know why? Why did they stop doing the circumcision? Because the circumcision I, was I a, don't remember. Circumcision is a sign of what? The covenant. Oh, the covenant, yeah. So they said, we're never going to participate in the covenant anymore. So mm -hmm. they said, why bother? Why bother? So they didn't, they didn't do any more circumcision. Well, why? Because there's no sign anymore for us to do. Mm -hmm. So who cares? Uh, so they stopped it. Uh, secondly, uh, so by the way, they crossed the, the, the Jordan. Uh, Joshua immediately. <laughs> uh, well, one thing we believe of why we're going in. This is really cool. Right. God's going to deliver the covenant. He's going to bless us to make us a blessing. That's absolute. If we believe it, which he just said he's going to do, and the covenant right. is that God's relationship to us, then let's mark it with circumcision. And so they circumcised mm. everybody. So <laughs> uh, they did. And by the way, they took a week off. And this off. was young and old, yes. Uh, young and old. They took a week <laughs> off. <laughs> said, mm -hmm. Yeah, before we go any further, we got to heal up, you know, and rest. So they did. Uh, but it was a mark, and that's what God is asking us, is that because I'm going to deliver to you the covenant, and the mark is in your heart, and what's, what's mm -hmm. the mark of your heart? The strength and the courage to follow what he has to say. Mm -hmm. And D is, are you marked by that? Um, right. Why? Why? Not because it's blind. It's out of the covenant. Um, I, believe, right. I believe the covenant. Okay, second thing they did is uh, perform Passover. Mm-hmm. They did, this is interesting. They did Passover one year, and for the next 39 years, they didn't. Right. Why not? Because what they needed to be able to do the Passover was actually in the promised land. It was in the promised land. God was expecting and the providing supplies for it. that uh, in order to uh, do the unleavened bread and to be able to do the, the, the wine, uh, it's over there. He mm. was thinking... We're going, I'm going to deliver to you and you'll continue the Passover. Well, they couldn't do it anymore because there was no material for that. And that illustrates the essence of the wilderness mm -hmm. is the provision is over there. Mm -hmm. uh, as you're walking into the promised land and following God's will is I'm going to provide to you everything that you need to have relationship with me and to fulfill what I have to say. And so Joshua says, now that we're here, we need to go back and go back to the Passover because it's an entrance into the supernatural mm -hmm. of what God's about ready to do. And we trust him that we're getting delivered. Uh, so, they, so they did circumcision, did Passover. So then they come to this story in John 15. Uh, go ahead and read that for us. John 15, 13 to 15. John, Excuse me, not 5. John, Joshua. Joshua 5. Yeah. I'm thinking of abiding in the vine. Uh, that's a great, yes. great verse too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Joshua 5, 13 to 15. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us? Or are you for our adversaries? And he said, No, but I am a commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? And the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take off your sandals from your feet for the place where you are standing is holy. And yep. Joshua did so. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, by the way, he's, he's uh, meeting Jesus. Mm. Uh, and we know it's God because uh, men, uh, I don't know if you remember when uh, Peter and John, uh, you know, they would perform miracles. The so people would mm -hmm. want to worship them. Right. And what did they say? Peter no, and John. don't worship us. Oh, no, yeah. we're just, <laughs> don't we're, worship us. <laughs> we're just uh, fellow sheepdogs with you. We're fellow sheep. Mm -hmm. uh, nope, it's Jesus, not us. Don't worship us yeah. at all. Um, and the angels, people would try to worship angels. What would they say? Don't they would say, don't worship us. Don't worship us. us. Right. Uh, we're just fellow host uh, worshiping God ourselves. So, uh, but in this case, Joshua got down and worshiped. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah, the ground you're standing on is holy. By the way, the same thing that was spoken mm. to Moses when he saw him at the burning bush. With the burning bush. The ground yes. you're speaking, you're on is holy. Um, and yes, worship me. So that mm -hmm. we know that's God. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, Jesus shows up. Um, and he shows up as a person. And he's got a sword in his hand. Mm -hmm. um, so he's, he appropriately says, okay, you, you have 
uh, power here, and he asked him a question. Are you for them or for us? Or for us. <laughs> uh, which is kind of an important question that Joshua would need to know, per se. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, what does he say? He says, no. No. <laughs> so literally not either. You've, you've not got either. that wrong altogether. Yeah. Yeah. It was an emphatic, absolutely not, mm-hmm. no. Uh, and Joshua gets on his, on his uh, face and worships, and he says, I understand. Mm-hmm. I've just asked the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, good. And we talked a little bit about this uh, yesterday about tending to ask binary questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you for this or that? I've decided I can go this way or that way. Which of these ways should I go? Uh, and Jesus says, uh, no. Uh, mm-hmm. You've asked me the wrong question. And he says, you've got to ask a much more pure question. If you're going to be strong and courageous to follow my instruction, don't you suggest the instruction? <laughs> why, don't you ask, why don't you ask me? Uh, and, right. he, and, he, and he says, okay, um, I'm sorry, I got it. I asked the wrong question. Let me ask the right question, the, the, the more pure question. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say mm-hmm. to your servant? Lots in that. He says, um, I come to you now as a servant. Right. What does he sur- fully surrendered, surrendered to his will? Yeah. My will is surrendered to your will. And I will follow, which is what he started with back in Joshua 1. Mm-hmm. Are you going to have strength and courage to follow my instruction? Mm-hmm. Which means surrender your will. Right. Go to neutrality, which we've had people uh, share uh, as stories. Uh, and uh, uh, Steve and Carolyn uh, Van Udigam, uh was last week, and, and they openly shared. Uh, or no, they're coming up this next week. Um, I think they're coming up Thursday. They're coming yeah. up this next week. Is They're, they're going to openly share on Thursday uh, this importance of going to neutrality. Uh, mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Well, that means that I truly surrender my will to his will. And we say, and then I say, what do you have to say to your mm-hmm. servant? Ask a much more pure question. Uh, yesterday, I described a little bit about uh, someone who was asking God about, should I do this or that? And God was clear to say, well, you've asked me the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Uh, my answer to that is no. When you answer an or question, it means uh, at the moment, neither. Mm-hmm. You got to ask a much more pure question. What do you have to say to me? about this and then he says let me illustrate something deeper and more profound that you're dealing with do you have a heart to follow do you have strength and courage in your heart to hear Mm -hmm. because you're saying tell me more about this of what your perspective is and then uh, is there instruction for me to follow you it's your instruction not me coming up with my own great ideas Mm -hmm. so it's really a beautiful uh illustration and he said the way Joshua responded is the way I'd like you to now live. About what? Everything. Mm. Uh, oh, that's good. You got something in front of you. What do you got to say about that? Uh, mm-hmm. Because it's open. When, they, when you do that, see, you open up your heart to not uh, what I call presupposition, mm-hmm. uh, preconception, or limitation. Right. We're not, uh, it, it keeps us from putting God in a box and yeah. his answers and what he wants to do in a box. Yeah. Yeah. So when God said to you in this retreat that you're going to have, where there's going to be a, a heavy heartedness, uh, daughter, um, as you said, well, what do you have to say about that? Um, I don't want you to jump in and even, even work at trying to mm-hmm. resolve anything. It was interesting. I'll I'll give you another illustration that in the middle of the retreat, he spoke to me, there was a conversation um, that we were just sitting on, you know, Saturday night, just sitting around um, in conversation. And again, the people that come together at these retreats often don't know one another. And so there were two ladies talking who I knew both of their backstories. They did not know each other's. And the one started sharing something authentically from her heart that was opening a wound in the other lady 
visibly. And I knew, you know, and I'm sitting right next to her and I'm like, Hey God, do I say something? Do I signal my friend to let her know she should stop this and, and stop because this is a very raw spot. (laughs) Exactly. You know? Um, and he was just as quick. He's like, remember what I told you, I want you to reach your hand out, put it on your friend's shoulder and simply let her know she is loved and cared and let the other one continue the conversation because opening of that wound is actually where the healing's gonna come. Ah, wow. And so he did not let me, I'm just sitting there knowing both sides and then trusting God's like, no, let her know you're there for her. It's compassion only. You put your hand on the shoulder of the one who's hurting and let her know you're there and let the conversation continue because I'm in it. Right. And, you know, and later when they, you know, as it unfolded, they, um, you know, the, the one who was hurting so much, she did actually share with the other one, what was going on. And they had this beautiful conversation. And I remember, um, the one friend telling me, she's like, I was mortified that I had caused her this pain. And then I realized as I looked at it, look what God did. And, and she said, she actually recollected, recollected my interaction in that. And she said, at first I was like, why did Kathy not stop me? And then I remember the look on your face and I know that God stopped you from stopping me, mm. you know? And so it was just a really neat thing because all of those interactions were things that needed to be seen. And the conversation that was brought up and my natural inclination would have been to jump in and rescue. And God said, no way. If you do that, I won't have the opportunity to heal and to demonstrate my power of speaking in a moment to everyone right yeah, there. Yeah. And so because, it's fascinating. Yeah, because you understand as you pr- process down the path, remember you're on a path, mm-hmm. all right, I'm engaged. I've, I've already been alerted to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I am paying attention to it, but now you got a specific situation. Right. In uh, your heart, is, well, what do you have to say about this? Yes. <laughs> um, I understand what you've already said. Uh, what do you have to say about this? And think about what he did. He gave you very specific instruction. Oh, exactly. Um, no, this is what I'm up to. I would like you not to do what you thought might be a good idea, but here, uh, follow what I have to say mm-hmm. uh, and just put just put your hand on it at the moment and let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Well, because your heart, which you've learned, what do you got to say about this? Mm-hmm. What do you got to say about that? And see, the, the beauty of that is that uh, you truly are going to see the amazing work of God because he's right. going to surprise you with, don't, don't box me in. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just follow what I have to say and I know what I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and trust me, you know, down the way. And so... Uh, that's a great, great story. Okay, so as we look at that, uh, let's go to uh, Joshua chapter 6. So he he understood that. Okay, I'm going to follow you, um, and I'm going to ask, what do you have to say about this? And I am now going to operate at a completely different level uh, that me being a warrior, I'm not going to tell you, here's my great plan. Would you bless my plan? Uh, Joshua said, I, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to just say, what do you got to say about this? Okay. So let's go to Joshua 6 and uh, start reading um, uh, 1 and go through um, uh, 5, 1 to 5. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus you shall, thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day, you shall march around the city with seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, when all the people shout with a great shout, then all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up everyone straight before him. Yeah. All right. So um, God uh, says, well, we're going to Jericho first. Mm-hmm. And he makes a statement. What does God say? See what? What does he say? I've given you Jericho. I'm giving you Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and everybody in it is going to be defeated by you. Mm-hmm. And I'm giving it to you. 
Okay, so think of how this works. What did God tell him in Joshua chapter 1? I'm giving you the promised land. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm headed this there. This is a step along the way. Yeah, I'm going to that path. I'm crossing mm-hmm. the Jordan into the promised land. And then, um, uh, and by the way, he'd already told him back in Deuteronomy, I'm going to give it to you city by city, mm-hmm. step by step. Uh, okay. First city we're going to, uh, son, is Jericho. Mm-hmm. Here we're at Jericho. He says, I am now giving you a precise promise as I'm filling out the broader promise. Mm-hmm. I'm going del- to deliver to you Jericho here, right here. Okay. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then he tells him, here's my instruction. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what, what does he say? It's a very odd and very specific instruction. Yeah. You know, to march around the city seven times, you know, and, and then on that last one, when he says to give a shout, the wall will fall down. That's not your typical battle plan. No, no. Uh, now Jer- <laughs> uh, Joshua being a, a man, a military man, he could have said, well, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, how about... I got this great idea of how I can defeat Jericho. And uh, why don't we go that way? And God, do you want to bless my plan? And, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. you said you're going to deliver it to us. So how about if I do this? Uh, and God says, remember what I said back in, uh, when Jesus spoke to you. What have you got to say about this? Why don't you follow mm-hmm. me? Uh, and, and, of course, jo- uh, Joshua understood it. So did Joshua have a, a second? Uh, well, what if that doesn't work? Then I'll go do that. He didn't do that. Right. What did Joshua do? He just obeyed. Okay. He stepped into it. Okay. Now think about why. He said, okay, uh, uh, I'm willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, he truly trusted God with this. And I think back even, um, you know, when you were talking about um, that Joshua and Caleb earlier, you were mentioning how they had been at the parting of the Red Sea and no one else that was coming across the Jordan had been at the Red Sea. And it it just struck me what a gift that was to all of those people that there were two people who had walked through, who had faith a step ahead of them that could, could help encourage them that this God is trustworthy. And he's saying to do this. And I've seen him do it before because no, you know, no one was left other than Joshua and Caleb to do that for them. And as they stepped in that, that was a faith building step. Yes. And now they get to the wall and, and. Now this group has seen God do something miraculous already. So yeah. there's that much more faith to step into this very odd instruction that Joshua is going to come back and say that this is what we are to do. And I just love how, I love how direct and personal that is from God's standpoint to give us others with a stronger faith to go ahead of us and remind us and encourage us to be strong and courageous when we're not necessarily feeling that. Yeah. As well. And that's, and that's why the, uh, the, uh, the promise and the statement in Joshua, here's what I'm doing. Now I want you to be strong and courageous. Yes. What? Hear my, hear my instruction mm-hmm. and follow it every step of the way and yeah. have a courage about that because I am going to fulfill what mm-hmm. I said. And now he said, hey, by the way, I'm going to hand you over this city that we're taking Mm-hmm. Here's another promise within a promise, so to speak. Here's my, my right. next step. And by the way, here's my way of having you uh, enter into that. We'll march around the city seven times and mm-hmm. the walls are going to fall in and then you're going to defeat them. I know it doesn't make sense to you, but that's the way I'm doing this. And you right. have to participate. Now, again, and we'll see this in the next story when we come back uh, tomorrow. Um, if they, if they are disobedient, and we'll see it, it stops everything. Right. The promise is not delivered at that point. It's not delivered. Yeah. Why? Because I need you to be in the right place following my mm-hmm. instruction of what I'm going to do. The walls fell in because of what God did, mm-hmm. um, and then they defeated him. Uh, now, mm-hmm. uh, this is cool, and we'll talk about this more. Did, jo- did God have Joshua, every city he come to, march around the wall seven times? No. No. But that is our tendency is to think once God done, has done something one way, that's how it's going to be every single yeah. time. <laughs> so our viewpoint is, <laughs> hey, that worked. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Let's go do that again. 
Uh, let's march right. around the city seven times. And the next city we go to, we'll, hey, we'll march around. And we'll, isn't that a good idea? Interesting enough, God never asked him to do it again. Right. Uh, well, that's not my instruction. That's why mm-hmm. it goes back to uh, what Jesus asked him. And, and when he said, are you for me or for them? And Jesus says, no, you've asked the nope. wrong questions. <laughs> Joshua understood, well, what do you have to say about this? See, and he mm-hmm. didn't say, well, because it worked before, isn't that a good idea to do it again? God, mm-hmm. are you for that? He didn't even do that anymore. He just said, well, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. And that's the heart of, of us following God. So we'll pick it up again next time uh, with some more uh, uh, part of the story of Joshua. But you can start to understand that it's not a generic prayer. Well, God, mm-hmm. just take care of it. And uh, it's going to demonstrate my faith because I'm believing that you're going to take care of everything and let me know when you do. God says, no, you got to walk with me and mm-hmm. be strong and courageous and follow my instruction. You are going to exercise authority. You are going to participate in possessing the promise. It's, it's given, but not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have a heart to go. Um, I stand ready to deliver it, but I, <laughs> I need you to be with me for me to deliver it. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'll talk more about that. So we'll, we'll pick it up. If this raises up any questions, you know, uh, you can, uh, uh, put the comments in the uh, YouTube section or uh, email us at, at AFJ, questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. We'd love to answer them, even specific ones. So you say, well, I got a situation, mm-hmm. you know, help me with that. Uh, so we'd be yeah. happy to do and that. And in fact, those are some of the best learning experiences. It's It's been a little while since we've had a direct question. I'd love to see some more coming in because I know people have them. And, and if we can help you process through that um, and put this to this example, it's a great way for us to teach you guys. Yeah, so, it really is. Thank you. Yep. All right. So we'll uh, pick it up again tomorrow and uh, we look forward to the next piece of the story with Joshua. Sounds great. Have a great afternoon. Thanks for joining us, everyone. As always, it's a privilege and a joy to walk alongside you as you learn to abide and discern God's will. Yep. Have a great yep. day. Thank you. You too. See you later. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.